Hello, welcome to HVAC Tech Tips Podcast presented to you by CE. My name is Jack Kaufman. I'm a customer assurance manager here with CE. Disclaimer, all information in the HVAC Tech Tips Podcast is intended for licensed HVAC professionals. All electrical, mechanical, and plumbing work should be performed by licensed trade professionals only. This podcast is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, this is Josh Goodman with the Carrier Mid-Atlantic Tech Support Team. I wanted to share with you today a phone call I took for assistance on a gas furnace, giving us a fall code 14 ignition lockout. The call started out with the technician explaining what he was fighting, so here's the situation. This was a brand new customer that they had taken on at the beginning of the week on Monday, and by the time they contacted technical support for assistance, it was Thursday. So since Monday, they have been fighting this ignition fault code. As they would cycle the furnace and do their testing of the furnace, the furnace would light most of the time. However, one out of every four to five cycles, the furnace would not light on the first try, but then when it would go for the recycle, it would light on the second try. And when he had called, he was not on the job site. So we were talking about some of his past information that he had measured over the past couple days. So the technician stated out how he'd gone through, checked the gas supply pressure and the manifold pressure and everything looked right. And he couldn't find why this fault code kept coming back um, because it would only lock out in the wee morning hours. During the daytime, the furnace would operate fine. But since he was on his way to the job site and we discussed his findings, there were a few things that he quite didn't know all the answers to. So I asked him when he got to the job site to go ahead and check the remaining items that he hadn't checked before and re-verify all of his past measurements. And I told him I would call him back. So I gave him some time to get to the job site and check the remaining items. And once I called him back, uh, I started out, you know, to ask the the follow-up questions again. And he said, of course, this was a brand new customer and uh, the furnace, you know, looked clean. Uh, The homeowner had done a good job in replacing the filters. So I asked, you know, what was the gas pressure that he measured today? And he said in low stage, he had 1.5 inches of water column. And on high stage, he had 3.5 inches of water column. I then asked what was the output voltage of the integrated furnace control board on the flame sensor wire. Um, you know, because fault code 14 is all about proving flame. And so, you know, we want to look to see if the control board is looking for flame and that's the board will output a voltage on that white wire. And that's when he proceeded to tell me that they had already replaced the furnace control board earlier in the week, thinking that it was the culprit and it was acting goofy at night. And so they had gone ahead and replaced it, but only to have the homeowner call back the next day saying that they were still having the issue. But he went ahead and checked that voltage for on that new board, and he had 46 volts on that white wire to ground. And so that's telling me that the control board is looking for the flame. Now, I asked about the microamps of the flame sensor, and then he shared with me that they have gone ahead and replaced the flame sensor as well, but I asked him to let's go ahead and measure the microamps so we can make sure that it is reporting, you know, everything is feeding back to the control board correctly, and he went ahead and measured 3.8 microamps. I then asked about the hot surface igniter. 
Was it glowing red and filling up the entire burner compartment? Or was it just glowing a little bit, filling up the area around the hot surface igniter? He told me that it was glowing up and filling the entire burner compartment with light, but I wanted him to go ahead and ohm the hot surface igniter so that way we can make sure it was within range. And he had measured the hot surface igniter at 47 ohms. So hooray for us. So I asked the technician to walk me through the exact timing sequence of operation of his furnace. As he talked me through the sequence of his furnace, of course, the inducer fan comes on to do the inducer pre-purge. The pressure switch would then close. The hot surface igniter would then be energized for the 17 second hot surface igniter warm up. Then the IFC would energize the gas valve, and it was at this point we found her issue. He told me that once the gas valve was energized, it was approximately three to four seconds before we had ignition, which was a delayed ignition with a hard light, almost like the furnace was, you know, woofing at you. I asked the technician when was the last time the furnace was clean. Uh, he said it didn't. He didn't know since it was a new customer, but the furnace looked to be in really clean condition. Well, if you keep in mind how the integrated furnace control board works, it monitors the ignition sequence, and we have five seconds to prove flame. So if we look back at his timing of his ignition sequence, this was happening at the three to four seconds after the gas valve was being energized, creating that woof ignition. Even though we had all the right components for ignition, natural gas, oxygen, and a heat source, something was not allowing us to have a smooth ignition. So I asked him to go ahead and pull and clean the burners, even though they didn't look dirty. You know, we had all the right components. We were not having that smooth ignition. So he pulled them out and blew them out with nitrogen. And, you know, they looked like they had the normal amount of light dust on them. Nothing major, no dirt. But once he put the burners back in the furnace and started the furnace up, the ignition sequence changed. Once the gas valve was energized by the integrated furnace control board, within one to two seconds of being energized, we now had a smooth ignition right into the flame. So the technician could not believe the difference in what he just watched happen. The burners didn't look dirty at all, but a simple cleaning changed the ignition timing by just one or two seconds for a smoother ignition. This goes to show you that you should always clean every unit, whether it looks like it needs it or not. The system does not need to be gross before it affects the system operation. Think of the poor service visits the poor service tech and the poor homeowner had to go through. The integrated furnace control board, the flame sensor that got replaced because the furnace was dirty. The pain that the homeowner experienced and the pain that the new dealer experienced because this was a new customer for the dealer. And the frustration that the technicians, you know, who all were involved with, you know, replacing all these components. It just always goes back to show you to always go back to your basics and clean every system every time the first time you walk up on it. I hope you found this story useful or got something out of it. I hope you have a great day. Mm -hmm.